0: There, hello, hello, Melissa Kibler here. Welcome to today's daily dose of awesome. Your fifteen minutes of inspiration, motivation, and education. How is everybody doing today? Let me know if you are joining me live, and make sure you let me know where you're tuning in from. And if you are watching the replay, drop a replay below. Today's training, I'm actually going to be talking about some different ways to help empower potential prospects, customers um, to take action without feeling like you have to convince them. And I'm also going to be sharing with you some tips, some bonus tips on how you can actually create some more credibility and help to increase that influence over your audience as well. Hello, Joy. Thanks for tuning in live. Hello, Raymond. How are you guys doing today from Arizona, Chicago? Let's Have that uh, keep coming in, guys. Let me know who's tuning in. And um, if you're watching the replay, make sure you drop a replay as well. And while we're waiting for some people, for more people to hop on, I'm going to pose a question for you. And that, hey Kat, how are you this morning? And that question is, okay, so what are some of the reasons that hold people back from buying or investing in something that could really help them? So why don't you start um, commenting below? Let me know, hello, Rebecca. Hello, oh, I think I missed, um, I'm sorry, these comments are coming in. Hi, Helen, how are you? Hello from Canada, awesome to have you on live this morning. So let me know in the comments below, what are some of the reasons that hold people back? I'm gonna be asking some tough questions today. I'm going to get your brains thinking on this Friday. I know that's the last thing we wanna do on a Friday, right? Hello, Kelly, financial struggles. Okay, fear, what are some other things that are holding people back? Money, yes, Rebecca, what are some other things that are holding people back from buying or investing into something Hello, Sherry, or Sherry, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing your name wrong. Anything else that would hold somebody back? Keep it coming, guys. So think about this, right? So we can all agree, that, um, yeah, a lot of people say it's money, fear, a lot of that thing, worrying what others will think. Yes, Nicole, thank you for sharing that. Will it work for me? Absolutely. I hear that all of the time. Certainty, return on investment. Will I get this money back? You guys, this is so awesome. They don't see it as a solution. Awesome. Okay. So, so think about this, right? So, um, we all know, right? If we use something and we like something, we share it. We share that all the time. We usually go to somebody and we share our story. We share how it's been working for us. Yes, Jennifer, not knowing enough about the products, right? Um, distrust, no proven results. Awesome, Kelly. So most likely when you use something and when when we share it with other people, usually those people that tend to buy from us are those people that already have this no like and trust factor, right? We we go all we go over this all the time. But how can we build up that credibility? How can we build up that influence without feeling like the expert? I know that's sometimes another uh, struggle that a lot of people have. Is they feel like, you know, you're not the expert. Good morning, Amy. How are you doing today? Let me know where you're tuning in from. And um, so today I'm actually going to be sharing with you some three ways that's going to empower your your prospects and this is going to work both ways so you're going to hear me interchange this you know whether it be your prospects your customers your team members current team members this is going to work for for everybody okay so i want you to kind of like think about this on on, um, on all levels here. So I'm going to be sharing with you three ways that'll help you empower your prospects who take the action and to get them to, you know, to join and, and buy from you without you feeling like, you know, you have to convince them at all. So awesome joy, consistently offering value. Uh, yes. Hello, Colleen. Good day to you as well. So, all right, so as we are developing relationships and we are strengthening these connections with people, we know that in order to be the most effective with those people is we need to meet them where they're at right like let's be real here we need to meet those people where you're at we're always asking you know how can i set myself apart and this is something that a lot of people don't do because you know they're shoving their links and their products all over social media we know that that's the right that's not the right way how to do that right so we need to meet people where they are at now we also know here at emp elite marketing pro also uh, AttractionMarketing.com. That we like to go a little bit deeper. We like to give you some other solutions and some strategies to to help people and meet people where they are at. Kelly says I might respond to them and say <laughs> you're not. Um, so drop me a run if you're ready. Let me know if you are ready to learn some tips. Is it okay if I share some tips with you today? Um, some ways that, that will really help us to do that. Let me know who's ready this morning on this Friday. This beautiful Friday, getting ready. For our weekend, I'm gonna be sharing with you three tips. All right, Raymond's ready. Let's let's get rocking and rolling here. So, number one, okay, number one, and Nicole's ready, awesome. Number one is relate to their pains and their fears, okay? Now, what do I mean by that? So we learn to do this a lot at attractionmarketing.com, right? We learn this, like this is a, a wonderful strategy. And yes, you do have to be very strategic in the way that we're talking and presenting the information, right? So we learn to do this a lot in our posts, in our Facebook lives, in our ad copy, blogs, emails, whatever platform, whatever way that you are using to connect with your audience, okay? So I want to know right here, let me know what are some fears and pains that some, and we'll keep this in network marketing. I think a lot of us are in network marketing. So real quick right here, what are some pains and fears that a lot of network marketers have? Keep these comments coming guys. I love the engagement here. You guys are doing awesome. Becky says, yes, relate to your pain, their pains and their fears. Absolutely. What are some of the biggest pains and fears that network marketers have? And I think I'm getting a little bit of a lag, so I apologize for that. Otherwise, I'm just going to keep on going because I can't see these comments coming all the way through. Fear of failing. Yes, absolutely. Fear of failing relating to pains and fears. Yes. Yes, Cherie. No one to talk to. That's a big, that's a huge one. I've run out of my warm market, right? There's nobody to talk to in this world. No leads. Yeah, absolutely. So you, you you think of, you know, their pains and their their struggles and their their fears, right? And if we can get to them on that level, that's that relatability factor, right? No credibility. Spending more than making. Yes, not enough prospects. Very, very good. So, so yes, relating to their fears. So if you always have that at the forefront of your mind and you're, you, you really can hone in on who your target market is and those pains and fears and desires that they have because that's different than most other people, right? So if you kind of know what they're dealing with, you know how to get across them in your messaging through your Facebook Lives and your content and your your you know your daily posts and, and all of that. So which leads me into number two is that you also have to be very, it's also very beneficial to use the right language and also to ask the right questions questions. Sometimes we want to get right to that sale and we're not slowing down enough to really meet them where they're at. Asking those tough, hard questions to get themselves thinking. Okay. We need to get them thinking as to why they need this product. We don't need to convince it all. Okay. So yeah, some of the other fears and pains, crickets on your posts, getting laughed at by your friends and your family, all good things. Um, those are all right. So, um, so what is the importance of asking the questions? Why is it important to slow down and ask questions? I'm gonna put this on you again, because um, I'm, I do have some, some thoughts and some insight on this, using the right language, yes, but why, why is it so important to ask these questions? See how I'm asking you questions right now? I'm getting you to think. I don't wanna just give you the answer. So what am I doing with you right now? Why am I asking these questions? And why is it important to do that? and use the right language with your audience. Amy says, the hardest part is knowing what the right language is for your target market. Oh, okay, the hard part. To find out problems, to know where they're at, yes. So, okay, so now you guys are good, keep going with this because if you can understand your target market, you know that there's language that's different, right? So for those people that are in corporate America, they might be more familiar with like, um, you know, Staying in traffic, um, having to ride you know, back and forth to work every day, um, the nine to five, right? It brings curiosity, absolutely, Becky. Uh, figuring out their pain and what you can offer as a solution, yes, Julie, engagement. Yes, you want them to be engaged. You want that interaction back and forth. So in terms of network marketing, think of the lingo, the language that people are familiar with in network marketing. Because we like curiosity posts, right, Becky, like that Becky mentioned. Um, we don't want to give it all away. So when we can use the same language, we they know that we are speaking right to them. Get them to think about their pain a little bit more. Yes, Helen, absolutely. So so the importance of asking questions is number, you know, those are all good points, yes. Um, But also, it lets them know that you're coming from a place of care and concern. You're not just gonna offer your link and say, hey, go check this out, what'd you think of this video? But by you asking questions, It's going to have some meaning to them. Like, wow, she really does care. It's coming from a place of care and concern. They're being genuine. And it also teaches them to think. Yes, I mean, Helen hit it. It teaches them to think, to find um, solutions of what they might do of what they're lacking, it gets them thinking to how much maybe they really do need this product and what might happen in their life if they don't try something, right? Where might they be a year from now if they don't try something or um, to try this product and and, you know, how might they feel, right? It deepens rapport, very good Helen, yes. So, which leads me to number three, right? So now we are hitting the pain points and the fears and now we're using that language and we we are asking the right questions, we're just asking questions, right? That's the big part, we're just asking questions. And now number three is we are gonna show them how to be resourceful, who would love to have a system that duplicates right to feel like you're not the expert and to have your team members and customers go through a system that duplicates right we need to show them how to be resourceful so you don't have to have all the answers but you have to be able to know where to point people to the resources to the answers okay so you're almost acting like a consultant so again where might let's think about customers um, and again, this is going to work for both customers, potential prospects, customers, team members, where might you send these customers or business partners for further information without you coming across as having to be the expert? Share some of your knowledge with that. So what have you been doing so far? What have you learned? Maybe it's something that you have in place. Becky says no golden handcuffs. You bet. Absolutely. So where might we send some of our prospects? Yes, to groups, right? We have groups set up and now it's groups are amazing. It's one of the hot things on, uh, hot resources on Facebook right now, because we have a whole section, the way you set up your groups. We also have the units tab, right? So if it's a training or if it's a topic that you feel like you're having to cover over and over again, you can place that in the units. So groups is, is just one of the resources that we can send our potential prospects to. We can also send, you know, if we have a, a current group for team members, um, a video or a live with an upline. Yes, that's another resource. What else? Keep going with that. I want, you to keep thinking, what are some, there's lots of resources out in this world. There's lots, I know there's a lot more resources in your company right now. So what are some other resources that you have available that you can guide them towards without you feeling like you have to be the expert 24 seven. So groups, videos, Facebook live, any other, any other, um, insight on that, any other ideas? And the fantastic thing about groups is if somebody if you say if they have a question, oh great, you know, why don't you ask that question in the group? So that way I can come back to that because that way, you know, there's there's more than one person that may have that question. So you can kill two birds with one stone. You can answer that question in the group, but also don't forget like in the group Think about all of the other people that have been in that group that also may be a a whole different support system for them, right, your student knowledge, the team member knowledge, right, Um, other people that have been using your products for a long time, they might have some insight. So now you're getting other people that are answering the questions rather than you having to do it all the time. Research articles, absolutely, there's articles, there's blogs, there's websites, all of that. So the groups you can utilize really the, the coaching, um, to be able to coach everybody at once, use the student knowledge, uh, customer experiences, and what happens is when you point them to these resources, yes, fact sheets, FAQs, absolutely, Rebecca, thank you for adding that in, love it, love it. So what happens is when you're able to point people to these different resources, it helps your prospect. It helps your team member who maybe is just brand new and just starting out and still has these fears to begin to take ownership of their business. They really start to take ownership. They begin to be more resourceful because they know you know, that all you did was kind of guide them to those resources. Um, so it begins, and especially when you're able to show them where they are, right? If they don't know where they are, you show them where they're at. So it teaches them to take ownership, to be resourceful. And, and once they do that, you're going to find that those people are going to do it over and over again. And it also is going to allow them to be more invested. Okay. More invested, maybe in the product, more invested in uh, learning more about the opportunity, more invested with, you know, um, and, and, and all of that, right? So it also allows you to leverage third party validation. Yes. So, you know, really utilizing your upline if you do three way chats and things like that. So the great part about that is, is I like to, um, I almost like to use groups first. If you have any type of, of any type of information or resource that you have available. And if there's something like a training on it or uh, wherever that they can go and learn from, I like to utilize that first. And if the answers are not there and if they can't find the answer, like if I tag them in a post and they're still unclear, then I like to bring in that third party validation second. So then I like to say, you know, um, you know, that's a great question. Why don't we take that to, let's explore it with some of our specialists. Let's explore it with some of our mentorship team. Let's explore it, you know, with the team and um, with, you know, my mentors that I'm specifically working with and see what she has to say about that. So now you're bringing in that third-party validation. And if you don't know the answer, the best thing that you can do is be honest. If you don't know, you don't know. The, The last thing you wanna do is like make something up and be like, oh, well, I think this is, you know, what you're looking for. If you're not exactly confident, it and clear in your answer let them know that be honest and then bring in that third party uh, validation that third party resource to help you along the way so the, absolutely so the last question or actually some bonus tips that i want to share with you is that think about this you can't have credibility without being resourceful you have to it's all about the posture your tone of your voice Um, just knowing where those resources are at, um, how to find those resources, how to utilize those resources. So we simply can't have credibility without being resourceful. So the last question I have for you is, why do you think it's better to direct somebody to a resource rather than just telling them the answer and just showing them exactly where everything is? Why do you think that it's, um, why do you think it's better to be directing people to different resources rather than just simply telling them kind of word vomiting all over them why do you think that is better better for that person all around better for the team member better for the the um for everybody let me see what you have to say sorry i have a little bit of a leg again but let me know what you what your thoughts are on this as well because number one It helps back up your knowledge. Yep. Okay. So it's less overwhelming for you. Yep. It helps back up your knowledge. What else? Duplicatable. Yes. We want duplication. Your product impacts more than just you. Yeah. They're going to see all of that. Okay. So it teaches them to become a problem solver, right? Do we not want to grow and empower leaders? right so so now we are empowering them as a leader we can show them how simple it is you know to find these resources and to duplicate that to somebody else so that way they don't have to feel like the expert okay so can you kind of begin to see of of how this is working so that way this is all of these tips and as you put them all together into place of how this is going to empower your customer and whether that is you know your customer potential prospect um, current team member, all of that, and how they—it's going to help empower them to really take you know action rather than convince. Because you're able to kind of meet them right where they're at, get them you know right on their level using the language and um, and really utilizing, like I said, asking the right questions, being resourceful. That's going to really empower them. It's going to get them to be more of a a problem solver, right? They become a problem solver. It teaches them to be resourceful. So what I want you to take away from this training is, you know, it's really what's happening is you are role modeling. You're role modeling this behavior so when they hop on board, or even for people that are just thinking and, um, you know, potential prospects, right? your role modeling of how, how really easy it is. Like you don't know all the answers, but here's a resource, you know, and you're sending them from exposure to exposure to exposure. Absolutely. Kelly, it shows them how easy it is that they can do it and they are supported from the get go. Yes, absolutely. So you're just showing them all of the different resources that are available So again, um, here are some bonus tips to really help increase your influence and your credibility. So here's something that I want you to take away and think about. So the more specific you are, the more credible that you will, you know, more credible you are, that you'll appear, okay? The more general you are, the less credible you are, okay? You don't want your prospects to make assumptions because then they're kind of all over the place, right? You don't ever want them to make Um, Assumptions because what happens when that happens is your prospects and your team members will retreat. They'll hold back. You know, that's where they start dropping off. Okay. So make sure that what you say and what you mean is very direct. Yes, the more specific you can be, the better. Now, like I said, being specific doesn't just mean telling them all the answers. It's being specific in our language and being specific in the resources that we are we are guiding them towards and aligning them, right? So we're making sure they go hand in hand. So what you say and what you mean is direct. Again, that comes back to using the right language. And this is also going to really, really help with, say your potential, your prospects and your business partners this is really going to help them have more clarity around their headed as well. Okay, so that's that's one of the biggest things. Is a lot of the times people are just unclear and when they don't see that future, when they don't see exactly what it can do, and and you know maybe it's success stories that you're tagging or, or whatever it is. You know you can use this um, however you'd like, but this is really going to help them to have more clarity around where they are headed. So again, that's going to help empower them. Feel like you're not having to convince them anymore. So let me know. Drop your biggest takeaway. What is, what is your biggest takeaway? Let me know in the comments below what you understood from this training today. What did you get from this training today? I'd love to hear it in the comments below. Like I said, if you're watching live, make sure you say hello. I can come back and give you a shout out. And again, if you're watching the replay, drop a replay. Clarity is huge. Yep. Right language. Absolutely. Any other big takeaways? I'm going to go back through and read these in the comments. Um, yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. So you guys get this, you guys get this. So that is all I have for you today. This is uh, what I wanted to cover. I know I had a lot that I wanted to kind of wrap up today and I had some notes. Um, but I feel like this is this is definitely huge. We'll be watching again. Awesome, Helen. Well, thank you so much for joining and watching and taking the time out of your schedule. I hope everybody has a wonderful Friday and have a wonderful rest of the weekend. Again, remember to stay tuned every single Monday through Friday. And our Daily Dose of Awesome is every single day, Monday through Friday, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So make sure you be back Um, to tune in again for some more awesome training next week. Rebecca says, be specific, be credible. Yes. Um, So you're welcome. Very, very good, good, good. Awesome. If you have any more questions, feel free to shoot them in the comments and I can come back and answer those. um, If more come up and for those of you watching the replay as well. And duplication. Yes. So you guys got it. Awesome. All right, guys, I'm not gonna take up too much more of your time, but have an awesome, awesome day. Have an awesome weekend and we'll talk again soon. Take care. Bye-bye.